Welcome to Don't IEP Alone, the only podcast dedicated to helping parents navigate the IEP process and hosted by a special education advocate. Your host has been attending IEP meetings for over a decade and has helped thousands of parents go from an IEP rookie to an IEP all-star. Be prepared to learn tips that will be a total game changer for you as a parent advocate and most importantly, your child's outcomes. Partnered with the award-winning Lock a Day in Our Shoes, you'll be confident, knowledgeable, and actually looking forward to your next IEP meeting. Don't IEP alone. Get ready. Here's your host, from suburban Philadelphia, Lisa Leitner. Hey there and welcome. Today we are going to talk about related services on the IEP. Another fascinating topic, I know. Um, And I'm just realizing that, you know, I live kind of close to some train tracks and there's a train going by right now and I'm just wondering if you can hear that in the background. I guess we'll find out. Um, But related services. This is one of those sections that I know parents just like flip to. What am I going to get? What am I going to get? But I don't think they really understand necessarily the really broad scope of related services and what's included and what's not included. This one will probably be actually kind of short, despite it being a pretty meaty section of the IEP. um, There's not a whole lot to digest here. As with all supports and services, that your child receives supports and services are driven by goals and goals are driven by needs. So if there is a related service that you see and you're like, ah, I think my child needs that. You need to make sure that it's identified as an area of need. So that may require evaluations and it may require that you request more evaluations. Because if there's not, um, if it's not identified as an area of need, they're not going to add it as a service. Even though you're like, but he needs it. That's great. That you know, it's great that it's a need and that there's something available. It just has to be an identified area of need. Some of the related services. Um, so of course, the main ones that that people think of is. Um, Yes, PT, OT, and speech are related services. Um, Some of the others that you may not know about, counseling, social work, nursing, um, nutrition. Um, Oh, this is one that, uh, you know, vision and hearing. The exception here is um, surgical implants. So if your child has, say, a cochlear implant, um, the school's not required to service that. Uh, Transportation is a related service. 
So when people go, can I ask for bus, this, that? Yes, it's a related service. Um, another one that I find, and it's specifically listed in IDEA, is orientation and mobility, or O&M. Another one of those acronyms we know and love. Um, O&M is for visually impaired students. And a lot of parents don't know that this is available. Um, but for example, my son had O&M for years and learned how to use a cane and things like that. Um, again, it has to be an identified area of need. But if your child has vision impairments, you may want to ask for an O&M evaluation. Um, let's see, like I said, PTOT speech, recreation, IDEA specifically lists, um, recreation and the child's ability to access recreation. One of the things that I love about this being in IDEA is this this whole thing that IEPs are only for academics or IEPs don't have to do functional skills and all that other nonsense that you're constantly told? Like, really? Um, then why does IDEA specifically list recreation under related services? Transportation? I said that one already, but if your child needs transportation to access their education, if they need specialized transportation, and this includes in and around buildings, doesn't just mean to and from the building, it's in there. Um... that's really it. I hate to be so short. Gosh, do I have anything else to talk about related services? Um, this has only been a few minutes. I'm doing, a, I'm working on a blog post on it right now. Hopefully by the time this, uh, by the time this podcast gets published, it will be, the blog post will be published as well. It lists what they can include. Um, again, related services, they begin with an evaluation. They are free. Okay, they are part of that FAPE thing, free and appropriate education. They are based on needs. The IEP is basically the 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 deal it's it's the contract between you and the school that the contract is going to provide these services um it does not require even though iep or iep idea lists all these different things as related services it does not just because they're listed as a related service does not mean that those folks are required iep team members and actually IDEA goes out of its way to say that, which 
I find a little unfortunate. Um, of course, best practice would be if your child has significant, you know, speech or OT needs, it would be best practice to have them at the meeting. At the very least, you want their evaluation and their input at the meeting. Um, it is to be free. Already said that. Um, and anything that's surgically implanted, the school is not required to, to provide. Um, but counseling services are included. Oh, oh, I know what I, I know. I, I know. I thought of it. You know what else is related? You know what else is listed as, um, as a related service? Parent counseling and training. Da da da. Okay. Parent counseling and training. If you need training in a certain area, it has to be identified as an area of need for the child, but the school district has to provide you with that training. So, um, you know, I have received extensive training, formal and informal, from my child's school as well as his wraparound team on behavior modification because my child has behavior needs and hey newsflash I'm not a BCBA I'm not a behaviorist I have no formal training in behavior it was a need it's an area of need if you want me to reinforce at home what is being done at school I need training the same with um, when he was doing O&M I had several sessions with his O&M instructor and she instructed me on how to reinforce him using the cane to navigate his environment. Unfortunately for us, um, most of his O&M training went out the window when he started having seizures because all of this, he had, you know, he didn't start having seizures till he was nine um, and he had at least, what, five four or five years of O&M training until then. Um, but we couldn't let him navigate his environment with a cane because he was just falling so frequently from seizures, which hopefully we'll get back there. Um, he's certainly going to need some refresher. I will certainly need some refresher. But train parent training is a part of related services. So don't be afraid to ask for it. You know, you want to reinforce at home what the school is doing. Schools only get our kids for, you know, 180 days a year, six hours a day. And once you take out holiday parties and first and last day of school and um, assemblies and fun stuff like that, um, you know, what do they get our kids? 150? You know, and then you can lunch, you know, that's a half hour a day or 20 minutes a day in a recess. You know, our, our schools don't get our kids for that much of their time. Most of their time is spent at home. So shouldn't we be reinforcing what the school is doing? But how can we do that if we haven't been trained? So please do not hesitate to ask for that. It doesn't have to be anything necessarily formal. It can be a 20 minute phone call. It can be email. Um, but, but you have every right to, to know what is going on and to be trained in that so that you can reinforce it at home. Um, 
you know, too often parents get blamed particularly for the behavior issues. You know, she's not parenting enough. She's not parenting right. She's obviously not disciplining him at home. Um, and mom might just be using a different discipline method or different behavior methods that aren't working for the child. But how do we know that? I'm not a behaviorist. Okay. So anyway, short one today. That makes up for the longer ones I've done in, in recent podcasts. Um, but related services on your IEP, again, needs driven, driven by evaluations. So if you want your child to have a related service, they're going to need an evaluation to determine that need. And I have all of this information and more on A Day in Our Shoes, including letters on how to request these things. Okay, great, and I will see you soon. Talk to you soon. I won't see you. Thanks for listening to the Don't IEP Alone podcast. No parent should have to IEP alone. And with A Day in Our Shoes, you don't have to. For more IEP assistance and letter templates, visit adayinourshoes.com. For ongoing assistance and support, follow our Facebook page and group.
Wait.